Welcome to Boating Industry Insider, your on-the-go source for industry trends, latest news, and the people who move the market. I'm Tim Henniger, editor of Boating Industry Magazine and your host. In this episode, we'll be talking with Tom Domrick, president of the National Marine Manufacturers Association. Today on Boating Industry Insider, we'll discuss aluminum tariffs and the impact they are having on boating manufacturers. The global trade war has intensified in the past two weeks. The National Marine Manufacturers Association continues to pressure the Trump administration to resolve what's become an intensified trade conflict. NMMA is working with Congress on legislative solutions and reaching out for industry support. Joining me for a tariff update today on Boating Industry Insider is Tom Domrick, NMNA president. Welcome, Tom. Thank you. Glad to be with you, Tim. Tom, please explain how NMNA is working with trade press media, including boating industry, to get the word out about the importance of this industry issue. Well, I don't think there's any question about the importance of this to our industry. Probably 10 to 15 percent and probably closer to 15 percent of all boats made in the U.S. are exported. And 70 percent of those exports are going to uh, the EU, Canada, and Mexico. So just the retaliatory tariffs alone on the Section 232 uh, tariffs is going to have a dramatic effect. And you add in the, the 301 tariffs on China, which is affecting a lot of the parts and inputs that go on boat. It's just going to make boating more expensive and is going to adversely affect the domestic industry. And we're working with trade press, like boating industry. Uh, we're working with the consumer media uh, to try to explain what's going on and to, to tell Congress and the administration about the adverse impact this is going to have on our industry. And we're not alone. There are other industries that are being adversely impacted as well. But I would say right now, we cannot make too much noise. We need to make as much noise as we can with our senators and congressmen and with the president to let them know that that this policy is going to damage uh, American manufacturing. And 95% of all the boats sold in the U.S. are built in the U.S. And so it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's unnecessary what's happening uh, and about to happen to the recreational boating industry. Tom, speaking of ways to connect, I know you are a great user of LinkedIn online, um, blogging, that type of thing. Um, For you, what's your preference to connect with the industry? I mean, for boating industry, um, with Boating Industry Insider, you know, we're going to be developing a LinkedIn group, but I've always watched you every morning. I watch you come on and I see everything that you do on LinkedIn. How critical are social media tools for you in this effort to communicate with the industry? Well, I think they're very important. Uh, we use, I mean, I, I post on my own personal LinkedIn account, uh, NMMA uh, posts on the real NMMA uh, account. We use LinkedIn, we use Twitter, we use Facebook. Uh, there are a lot of people in the industry that are on Facebook as well as LinkedIn. 
We use our own newsletters. We get the information to you so that you can get it out to your readers. You know, people are busy. And from my perspective, it's almost impossible to over communicate. And I tell this to our staff, you know, it it doesn't hurt to communicate the same thing three, four, five times because people miss it. If, If you only put it out there once, people miss it. And maybe they'll catch it on the second or third or fourth or fifth time. But it's, it's really important that the industry get engaged here and let the president know, let Congress know how they're being harmed, and that it, it just doesn't need to be this way. One thing I've noticed is NMNA's ability to quickly put together industry webinars. And I know you have one coming up, and you've, you've been very diligent in doing that along the way with the entire tariff issue. Uh, boating industry, we do a state of the industry webinar. We'll be doing it in mid-August. Uh, we just want to let listeners know they can watch for information on that at www.boatingindustry.com, on our e-newsletter, and our social media sites. But the value of webinars, can you address that quickly? Well, a, a webinar is, uh, we think, a really effective way to communicate with a lot of people at one time. Let them hear from a real person what's going on and allow them to focus on the issue for a short period of time and also provide an opportunity for them to ask questions. So, you know, we send it out in a newsletter, we put it out in social media. It's not that easy if you have a question to get a response on a webinar. uh, You know, we've got the people who are in the trenches working this issue every day uh, and they can answer your questions on a webinar. And I would say we'd encourage any member anytime to call the MMA staff if they have a question. Uh, We are always here to serve the industry and our members. But webinars are an effective way to reach a lot of people very efficiently. Last month's American Boating Congress featured a full slate of tariff updates. How critical was it for NMNA to have event co-hosts, such as Boating Industry, share the industry concerns. The co-hosts for the American Boating Congress are critical to the success of that event, in my opinion. And it's it's really came out of a growth summit that we did, oh my gosh, it might might even be uh, 10 years ago, where we decided, you know, we really have to get all parts of the industry. uh, and, And that includes the boating trade press, working together to educate the industry and to educate Congress and the administration on issues that are important to recreational boating. You know, we were uh, successful in working with other recreation industry groups to have the BEA produce the outdoor recreation satellite account, which showed that outdoor recreation is makes up 2% of our nation's economy. And that may not sound like a lot, although it sounded like a lot to BEA, which is the Bureau of Economic Analysis. And in fact, Agriculture is 1% of our economy. Mining is 1.5% of our economy. Outdoor recreation is 2% of our economy. And recreational boating and fishing are the largest part of outdoor recreation. So something that hurts recreational boating and fishing is going to hurt our economy. And bringing the whole industry together, you know, I've always talked about the industry as an ecosystem. Something that adversely affects one part of our uh, industry 
will eventually adversely affect the rest of the industry. So even if it's not an issue that's directly impacting you today, we need everybody to pitch in and put their uh, shoulder against all the issues so that when the issue comes up that does affect you, the rest of the industry will get behind you too. And uh, so it's been now, what, five or six years that we've had co-hosts at ABC, and uh, they've been very effective at uh, communicating what goes on at ABC and in helping to grow attendance at ABC. We had our largest attendance ever this year uh, at ABC. I think it was about 260 people. But uh, frankly, I'd like to see that doubled or tripled or more. Uh, We really need to get engaged. I mean, we need the industry to be engaged uh, to help move things forward on these issues which are so important to the industry, not only trade, but ethanol, access, and a whole variety of other issues that we we talked about and that you very well have uh, reported and communicated on at Boating Industry. You're listening to the Boating Industry Insider Podcast. And now, a word from our sponsor. This edition of Boating Industry Insider is brought to you by Protective Asset Protection. Protective's FPC Premium Marine Protection has been serving marine dealers for 40 years, providing dealers' customers true peace of mind, knowing their watercraft purchase is covered against some of the most costly repairs. With their new 90-day limited warranty program, Protective helps dealers close more sales and keep customers satisfied. To learn more about this new warranty program, visit protectiveassetprotection.com marine. Welcome back to the Boating Industry Insider Podcast. Today, we're speaking with Tom Domrick, president of the National Marine Manufacturers Association. You've previously said that the industry is facing a critical time with its advocacy efforts. As we enter into summer, what's next as the industry faces an ongoing triple threat with tariffs? Well, I think that right now that's the highest priority. Um, You know, we've also got the uh, anti-dumping case against aluminum sheets. Uh, We're expecting a hearing on that before the International Trade Commission uh, sometime this summer and a uh, decision uh, sometime this fall uh, that could cause another spike in aluminum sheet uh, prices. And, uh, you know, the 111, 112,000 aluminum boats made last year, considering both pontoon boats and aluminum fishing boats. So there's just a, a whole broad range of trade issues right now that are kind of at the top of the list. Uh, today, the uh, uh, head of the EPA, Scott Pruitt, approved isobutanol for on-road use. This is a major victory uh, as we want to see uh, the supply of isobutanol expanded in, into our uh, fuel supply as a potential drop-in replacement for ethanol that, that would be much better for the boating public and the American public in general. Um, so... There's, there's lots of other things we're working on with the Appropriations Committee to make sure that there's funding for uh, dredging and other uh, water infrastructure projects. Uh, there's a host of access issues. There is never a dull moment and never a quiet moment when it comes to advocacy for the boating industry. It's an exciting time for NMNA regarding conferences. Can you provide an update on the ICOMIA and IBEX collaboration agreement? 
and its importance to industry businesses? Yes, yeah, so ICOMIA is the International Council of Marine Industry Associations, and it has uh, members from, I think, 36 countries uh, around the, the world. Uh, ICOMIA's members uh, put together pavilions for the Mets trade uh, show in Amsterdam each year. And as we look to, uh, to make IBEX uh, a bigger, more international event, uh, we're delighted to be working with ICOMIA and its marine industry association members around the world to create industry pavilions at uh, IBEX. So we see a lot of synergies between IBEX and Mets Trades with uh, our new partners, the Rye Amsterdam, and the uh, partnership with ICOMIA, I think, rounds, uh, rounds that out and uh, allows us uh, much more global reach. It's also an extremely busy time for the industry as we enter the summer boating season. What excites you the most about this time of year as you hear from association members and others in the industry? Well, you know, this is a time of year when uh, all the hard work that people in the industry do all year long pays off for the American public because in many parts of the country, this is the time of year when Americans can finally get out on the water enjoy their boat, enjoy fishing, enjoy water sports, and, and just relaxing with friends and family. So, you know, what, what all that we do uh, is really about improving the quality of life uh, for the um, our fellow Americans, and this is the time of the year where we get to see it happen. That's this episode of the Boating Industry Insider Podcast. Don't forget to join us soon for another episode. Looking for additional online industry news? Receive our free e-newsletter by visiting boatingindustry.com and clicking on the subscribe button. If you love the Boating Industry Insider Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. This episode was produced by EPG Media, audio mixed by Haley Nelson. Music and sound effects provided by freesound.org. Special thanks to our guest, Tom Domrick, president of the National Marine Manufacturers Association, and our sponsor, Protective Asset Protection. This podcast was recorded in the offices of EPG Media and Specialty Information.